And you're very welcome back to another podcast delivered to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. We're excited. It's January. It's 2022. And uh, the lady I have here on the line is Mandy Walsh. She's a travel counsellor. We actually did a podcast as far back as March or April 2020. And we were saying, you know, ah, look, we've dealt with the ash cloud and look, we can deal with this. But little did we know we're coming on to two years anniversary of COVID-19. But things are looking up. Things are looking amazingly well. I think the last podcast we actually did with Wed Prep was with Dr. Keith O'Neill. It was with Frank and uh, Sarah Kennedy. And we were talking about antigen tests back then. But that's nearly a year ago. And here we are, antigen tests are the thing. Mandy Walsh, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, very different Mandy Walsh to the Mandy Walsh. Well, look, (laughs) I want to talk to you because, look, let's start with the good news and let's not talk about the bad news, okay? Because we're going to push all that stuff behind us. We will come to the bad news, right? As in the bad news that we've experienced over the last kind of 18, 22, whatever months it is, we've lost count. So... Right, it's January, right? January is is obviously a time for people booking holidays. Maybe not necessarily honeymoons, but you're the expert and you're going to tell me all about it. So can you tell me, starting off, is there is there pent-up demand for honeymoons right now or people that have maybe postponed or put it off? What is your day like at the moment, every day? <laughs> demand is through the roof. Um, to be honest, when the travel ban lifted last July for me, um, things took, you know, a huge turnaround. Um, I've been really, really busy from last July, like right through right up to Christmas. But obviously, since Christmas and getting gotten into the first few days of the new year, it is just it's on another level. <laughs> um, yeah, and and not and people not even just booking out as far as kind of like you know October, November, December, but a lot of last minute um, honeymoons being booked for the likes of February, March, April, April being Easter this year, um, a lot of demand for those dates, particularly from couples, like you said, that had postponed from 2020 to 2021 are finally getting to get into the sky in 2022. So for some people, they haven't been away in three years. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And and can I ask you then, Mandy, so... the, the honeymoons that people are currently now booking and that pent up that you see and listen I know I have no doubt I've seen on a Facebook post or one of those social media posts last night that you put up you worked from 6am to 11pm last night and you didn't, you didn't there was no sign of a glass of wine or anything with it it was just all work there was no, no fun yeah, I've had no wine yet I'm, I'm keeping I'm gonna I'm digging deep Um, yeah tired now today from yesterday like it's just you know what I mean it's, I have to look back at what I what I lost and what we all lost, mm. and time, the time now is for me to be here and to be in my office. Not that I was never in my office, but look, um, I'm I'm trying to get back to people um, as quickly as I always did. Um, you know, yeah. some days I'm a little bit slower getting back because it's um, because like yeah, there's just me. But I have actually um, a couple of TCs working with me this year, so um, because the demand is. Um, okay, so, and when you so say TCs, huge. that's other travel counsellors that are going to help you out and get stuff over the line. Yeah, and, and, and like, yeah, well, just like we're working together. Um, you, you know, if, if, mm. if I get like, you know, five or ten inquiries in an hour, it's not possible to do them all at the level that I want to do them. Yeah. So we work together. Um, you know, so can I you tell me when when people come to you, like when a couple, yeah. when a couple come to you to book a, a honeymoon, do they know what they want, or will they just say, "Hey, 
you know, we heard you're the best in town sorted out. <laughs> Is that the... <laughs> a bit of both. Right. Um, yeah, look, some, some couples really know what they want and some couples, like, really don't know what they want. Like, one couple last night, um, I think they mentioned the States, they mentioned South America, they mentioned Cuba, they mentioned South Africa and Sri Lanka, right. all in the one inquiry. So, so if we just narrow it down. We, um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of Zoom calls in the evenings, a couple of them during the day, if there's couples at home working together from home still. Um, and we just, we narrow it down to, you know, we talk about dates, we talk about weather, we talk about budget, what they like, what they don't like. Um, what I really like about doing the Zooms with the couples is I'm getting them both at the same time and it, you can see the difference, um, the difference, what's the word I'm looking for, the, the, the different personalities. It's personalities and, and you can, you're able to kind of look you, upon that and see what, what, what might work yeah, for them. Yeah, and I yeah. love it. Like, yeah, because obviously prior to this, sure, I didn't even know what Zoom was, who did, you know, <laughs> I would have just... Well, we should, have know, bought share, I, we should have bought shares anyway, that's for sure, right? I know, yeah, um, yeah. And Manny, so can I ask you, yeah. can I yeah. ask you then, so you were meant... Um, a lot of the places that you mentioned as destinations for honeymoons, I would imagine a huge percentage of people going on honeymoon would be transatlantic. And so, I mean, you know, obviously we have our Lanzarotis now that, that there's a big focal point on these places in Spain and, and Lanzarote and stuff. A lot of people going there on holidays because they're afraid of to transatlantic, going to the States, going to the Cubas, going to South America. Are you seeing that sense of fear with, with wedding couples? Or are they still pushing for the Mauritius, the Cubas? Yeah, you know? no, there's like long haul is, is, is the way, what I have seen is that if you're going to go, well, you're going to go big. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah of course. You, you know, and look, there's paperwork, there is COVID restrictions and, and uh, protocol that have to be there to, for every single destination, whether it's Lanzarote or whether it's the Maldives. So therefore, like by having, say, myself and travel counters in your corner, we go through everything before travel um, right up to the day you're, you're getting on the plane. You know, you'll have it all your ducks in a row. And once, once you have that line of the communication with someone that's always there to help, you're not going to miss anything. You're not going to be missing a document. You're not going to miss a deadline. Um, like there's a lot of countries. Yeah, I think it's yeah. very important what you just said there. Um, for anyone booking honeymoons because I remember I spoke to you last March and April and like you like this you were swamped then but unfortunately you were swamped trying to get people yeah. home people cancelling yeah. insurance issues and stuff like that now if Mandy Walsh or any other travel counsellor or travel agent for that matter wasn't in the loop for wedding couples at that time those wedding couples would have had an absolute um, admin nightmare so I mean I think it is important to stress um, I'm not trying to sell up here about it but it is important to stress if you're booking any holiday going forward I know my brother's going away he actually went into a travel agent. Normally, he would just go online and do it. He went into a travel agent because there's that little sense of protection, and then you're dealing well, with someone is, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, that's someone. Yeah, someone like we're knows fully licensed and bonded, and that's what counts, you know. And you know, you know, I ask the question like, do you have your travel insurance? Well, if you don't, this is what it's going to cost, and this is what you need. There is still a lot of people that um, travel or think they can travel without travel insurance. Mm. which is like crazy 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 thing to do like you know what i mean i, I, most, I stress it all the time are most because i know yeah. our listeners want to know this are most travel insurance companies now covering you for covid so i'm getting married i'm going on a honeymoon i'm booking through mandy walsh uh and, and one of us gets covid what happens in the current yeah, situation yeah, yeah yeah well the company we use so they have covid cover uh, before travel and there's covid cover in place while you travel and then there's certain destinations out there um, like say the Spanish Tourist Board and various other different um, countries and, and destinations where they actually have 
like a, a free type of cover in place that you can apply for when you book to go to that certain place. Um, but, but but like even COVID aside, yeah, you should always travel with travel insurance, we'll travel insurance anyway. like you know what I mean because. Yeah, anything can happen. Anything no, 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 happen. absolutely, absolutely. You go and you'd be drinking your cocktails at the bar the first night of your honeymoon and sleep and, and break an ankle or something. God knows, God forbid. But can, we, can I ask you, right, so let's talk about Europe first. So Europe destinations, I know every country might have a different thing. So Spain, I was reading a few articles about Spain, the kind of, the, the you know, the vaccine certificate, if you don't have your booster and you're 270 days out, you have to have an antigen or a PCR, which is probably yeah, going to have an impact, right? On, on well, it will, yeah, yeah, it will. And look, everywhere, as I said, is different. Uh, what we are finding, you know, the majority of people that will contact um, us, the um, vast majority are actually vaccinated. Yeah, of course. You know, so it, it, it takes a bit of pressure away as to what you need to do and what, what you require. Um, what I would say is, though, because, um, because there's such a demand for Europe from families as well as couples, um, you're in a position now where availability is very limited and some of the prices in Europe have like gone up by yeah. 40 and 50% on mm. last year and the year before because in fairness, they all lost as well and they're trying to recoup. Oh, absolutely. And when there's pent up, when there's yeah. pent up and yeah. there's demand yeah. and there's no supply, it's 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 just, it's, that's how it works out. And um, yeah. so yeah. Europe at the moment, they're all a little bit different, but at the moment you can travel anywhere in Europe. For example, if someone doesn't have their booster, they can still do a PCR and antigen and enter into that country like Spain. Or yeah, and we, we yeah. recommend, there's a, there's a really cool app that's called Reopen EU. Um, okay. And really handy, you put in the destination that you're going to, and all the requirements are in that. It's called Reopen, Reopen EU. Reopen yeah, EU Reopen app. EU. And you can download it free from the App Store. And um, yeah, it gives you all the you know, do's and don'ts. Um, and very it, different in essence in as well with the vaccination uh, and the booster if you did get symptoms um, boosted and fully vaccinated in one of these countries like Spain um, obviously the right thing to do would be probably an antigen and then if you do test positive what happens if you're on the last day of your trip million dollar question I'd actually be afraid to answer that to be honest, <laughs> right okay well let's yeah, not go like, there <laughs> let's not go there right <laughs> you well, know, no, let's maybe, not go there okay well let's 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 move on I want to try I want to yeah. talk about transatlantic right so we're in we're in um we're in um we're heading for Cuba or where's the biggest destination that keeps on pinging up in front of you for couples at the moment uh, um, I'm eat, sleeping, and breathing the Maldives. Colleagues. Maldives, They're amazing. Maldives. The prices though have never been as good. Well, wow. um, and why is that then for the Maldives? Why are the prices lot good? A lot, lot, lot of new islands, a lot of competition. Um, I'd say prices are thirty to forty percent less than what they were five and ten years ago. Wow. Um, a lot of good value if you go off peak, which is the first of May to the thirty first of October. Weather is still amazing. For the best part of that's off peak, is it in the Maldives? So yeah. that's winter. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. it's they don't well. like it's, they still have an average temperature of thirty degrees, like <laughs> you know, twelve months a year. But they will. That's they an Indian have summer here in Ireland, isn't it? You know? Yeah, they'd have rain though. Um, you know, some of the months more so the other. But definitely, the Maldives is the demand is incredible for the Maldives at the moment. Like it's. It's insane. It's okay. like every second honeymoon is the Maldives. And I say it to everyone, there's people that contact me and they say, we feel we should be asking you about the Maldives. Maldives is not for everybody. It's, it's you know, it, it is amazing. 
it, but it can be quite quiet. So you've got an adventurous couple that want to be off in India, maybe doing Kathmandu or, you know, doing a Climbing mountains after getting married. Get, like, preparing a wedding <laughs> is climbing a mountain. <laughs> yeah, it is now. Loads <laughs> of that. So we always say to people, don't, don't be put under pressure by what you see on social media. Do what you want to do. Like, yeah. you know, talk about it. You know, if you want to do a USA road trip, from San Francisco down to LA. Well, oh, that like, sounds go good. For it, like. that, and yeah. you know, get all that stuff that. done before you know. Like, I mean, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people that are married have kids before they get married. But if you do, if if you don't have kids and you're getting married, that's a kind of ideal trip, isn't it? You know, oh, it's I, so it's, funny though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, a I lot mean, of the couples that um, actually postponed their honeymoons and their weddings are now rebooking with me for this summer and all have a little baby. I know. <laughs> Loads of them. There's that, that's <laughs> going on. Plus, plus one, plus one, plus one. Isn't that bizarre? And it, like, I it's mean, amazing. It is amazing. Cool. It is amazing. Yeah, there's going amazing. to be a baby life boom and there's stop. going to be a wedding boom, you know? Yeah, life didn't stop. It didn't stop. We kept, we kept the wheels. Okay, so look, t- let's talk. Let's talk cash. Let's talk to cash. Like average, average kind of. Now I know this is a like you know you can go to Lanzarote for a couple of grand or something for a week or two or whatever. But I mean, what what would you recommend as a bottom line kind of figure for a wedding couple to have a really really nice honeymoon? Honestly, it's like saying how long is a piece of string. You know, mm. like you said there, you could spend two thousand euro on a lovely four or five star in the med. You know. Um, and you can go the other end of the scale and I can tell you they're all on my desk right. um, where couples are spending um, up to 20,000. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Well, like, fair they're enough. going all out. They're going, you know, whether it be an overwater villa with a private pool in the Maldives with business class flights, whether it be, you know, three or four weeks, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, people haven't been away and they're, they're making up for it. But there is no, like, like I could could say to you there's an average of five to seven thousand euro being spent that's what i was thinking probably, yeah yeah but it's probably it's probably a bit higher you know yeah. um it's just um, a, i mean for a couple doing their budget i mean that's like to be honest with you right you know and i know that the, the business well the business i'm in is in, is in, i'm in a wedding band as you know but like i mean yeah. you know your honeymoon is probably se- second to in line for the bigger, bigger budget spend, right? I mean, it has to be. I mean, it's your wedding, your food, your band, right? But your 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 honeymoon ultimately probably should be almost on par or close to it, in in my opinion, because it's something that's going to be memorable. You get away, you know, you do yeah. something that's going to be magical. You'll have the photographs to look back on. It's almost like get a videographer for your wedding. Don't make that mistake, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like I have honeymoons there on my desk from between five and six thousand euro and they're as amazing as the as as the ones that are you know 17 and eighteen thousand euro like because we mm. you know like that i liaise back and forth with the couple and we we we, we, we come up with what's perfect for them and like even over christmas i had dozens of couples away over christmas that obviously had been postponing and postponing and just getting all the photos and the texts and the messages and pictures of cocktails and pictures of sunsets Dirty. and it was just it was the best feeling ever. And like, even though I was saying, oh, I'd love to be away. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, how it, do you, you know? how do you wake up every morning, right? And look at these <laughs> oh, places go, you know, like, you know, and like, I mean, if I was to ask you a question, if you were to go on a honeymoon and, and I'm putting you on the spot now, cause you know, all the corners of the world, where would you go? Well, I have a few trips planned for 2022. Um, I'm hoping to do a Caribbean cruise um, this year. 
I'm hoping to get to the Maldives this year. <laughs> and I'm hoping to do a bit of Greek island hopping maybe during the summer and might get a cheeky weekend in Dubai. <laughs> Well, you know, do you know what the Greek island hopping right now? That, that's yeah. a honeymoon because I seen a program the other night. Uh, yeah. What's Gordon Ramsay and you know the three lads, yeah. three chefs. The lads, yeah. Those islands awesome. are amazing. Amazing, but they they have gotten so expensive though because uh, you know demand. because of the programs and because of demand. And um, to give you an idea of, of of how expensive they've got, I booked a couple last August who um, rebooked for this April when they came back. And this April is 30% more than what they paid in August. And That's April will be off-peak. That's a huge yeah. increase, isn't it? That yeah, is, and uh, that is just because they're small islands. There's only so so many people the island can take. There's only so many beds. Mm. Um, so my, I suppose my big thing is to everyone, it's never too early to start planning. It's it's to reach out to your travel counselor, you know, yeah. and um and start planning. Even if it is too early, at least you can get some ideas that you can be mulling over and chatting about where will we go, when will we go, um because the more people that book like that, the higher the prices will go because demand really. I'm not not saying it. You know the hours that I'm putting in. I think yeah. that post was on my personal page. Yeah, <laughs> I probably yeah. didn't post that. I'm just scanning through, face. scrolling, you know, scrolling, <laughs> watching the news, minding the kids, doing all the same <laughs> stuff. You know yourself. <laughs> but but can I ask you um, the question yeah. I had there? So God, it's after slipping my mind. Why did that? A really important question. It was the trivial question. Oh. It was the best question in this podcast. But like you know, <laughs> so oh yeah. So I was going to ask you about the increase, but you touched off yeah. something with me before. There is a timeline. Like, I mean, someone can't come to you and book a honeymoon for 2024, right? Uh, no, well, I have a couple of bookings for 24, but it's kind of ground only. You can only book the flights generally 11 months in advance. Okay. Um, but, like, some of the cruise lines will put together um, um, options for us for, like, maybe 18 months in advance. Um, I actually have a, an amazing, amazing, amazing trip to the Galapagos. Oh my god! Um, I, was, I was nearly going there. Really yeah, was, for yeah. for January twenty three, and they booked with me mid maybe twenty one, maybe early to mid twenty one. So during the pandemic, mm. um, and and they've booked for January twenty three for the Galapagos. So that wow, that's is, a long old spin over there. You wouldn't want to be doing that so, in a scooter. <laughs> that's going to be a wow a wow trip. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah they, they'll hopefully I'll get some cool photographs off them okay now let's <laughs> yeah. talk about airplanes in the air like obviously that's where they go god I'm sounding so stupid today haven't I so let's talk about are, are, are the 30% increase it's hotels it's accommodation is, is it reflective on the airlines as well they're going to be kind of obviously and having... still not, well they're still not too bad the prices mm. are still looking fairly okay obviously peak dates especially you mm. know Easter midterms the kids school holidays those prices always like you know what I mean? They're, they're always busy. They've always been busy. It, you know this. I don't. I don't think this has has changed that situation. No, um, peak no. dates like you know the builders' holidays and the August bank holiday weekends and the October midterms. Yeah, they've yeah. always been um, very busy from Ireland because we are small. We only have a certain amount of aircraft yeah. that can depart on a daily basis. And kids, um, kids have missed out so much. I think yeah, there's going to be a big yeah. demand for parents wanting to get their kids across. Uh, yeah. But then again, you know, a lot of these staycations, I was down in, uh, where was I at the weekend? I can't even think now. I went down to um, <laughs> Cork. 
down to Castle Martyr and, and it, was, it was just lovely you know on little weekends you yeah. can just slip away with the kids and the swimming pool and all that type of stuff now you're talking you about probably the probably would have got a foreign holiday for the price of that stuff listen I, 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 I didn't want to say that right I probably would have went to Lanzarote back and Lanzarote back again you know but I know. yeah it's very it is, it, like look not to, to down any of the kind of it, no. is, it is expensive but it, it's, it's the convenience of it as well you just slip away if you're going away for two days or something like that the, sta- yeah, the staycations perfect. now look let's reverse back a little bit right so when COVID hit and um, to get a little bit more kind of personalised about it I mean you're great at what you do you love your job you know when COVID hit back there in March and April are you still now seeing some of those people that you had to like okay so people got stuck stuck abroad you had to get them home that was one thing then other stuff was cancelled there was insurance problems there was all this kind of you know fiscal end to it but are, a lot of the couples now you know they were able to push it out and they're still with you and you're still admitting that oh yeah but just like, what was it like yeah yeah. What was yeah. it like for you though when things really did start to settle and there was no travel? It was it was just horrendous. Yeah. I just there, you know, there, I you know, I, I always had to be in and out of the office of checking on stuff and chasing up refunds and credit notes and stuff like that going on, but like there's only so much gardening and painting that someone can do. <laughs> and your garden you must know, look beautiful. You must have the nicest then, garden, yeah. <laughs> And then everyone kept saying to me, would you not get another job? But, you know, to me, you don't turn around to a professional and say, you know, sure, why don't you do something else? And, well, what else? This is what I do. This is what I love. And I was just adamant that it wasn't going to take away. COVID wasn't going to take it away from me because it's it's what I love since I was 17. When I left school, I went straight into a travel agency at 17 in Clendalkin Village. Like, you know, so you're only in it two years, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my fr- oh God, I can't even think that far. Oh my but God, isn't that so amazing? I mean, and you're right, look, there was a lot of that stuff as well, you know, musicians and in the hospitality yeah. sector and people who would love what to do. And it is difficult because the headspace you're in, it's a dark space. It's like, this is yeah. like, you know, travel, um, entertainment, hospitality. I mean, you know, me being one of them, it was it was tough. It was nice to, you know, at the start, we were all doing baking the banana bread with the kids and the house has been <laughs> five different colours and you know the garden can't be I can't do it. it's the upkeep of the garden that was the problem but yeah no, I mean I wanted to touch off that on a personal level because you know when you yeah. do love what you do and I suppose you would have been tipping away at things as well and then as you said it came back last July so now yeah. it's you're on the other end of the spectrum you're gone from kind of like <laughs> cancelling getting people home to actually just being swamped with, with them and if you had to say to people sending inquiries at the moment is there a delay or are you getting to them fairly promptly or no again we're getting through them like you know I, you know, I'm, I'm doing it a long time, so I'm, I'm, I'm fairly efficient and fairly quick, and I can kind of narrow it down to what someone will like or not like very yeah. quick, which is something I'm kind of, you know, I suppose I nearly pride myself on that because, it, you know, I can turn it around and everyone then is doing dusted and then this next person. But I, I always say to someone, whether you've spent like 500 euro with me or 5,000 euro, you get the exact same Mandy, you get the exact same yeah. service. Um, I'm there for my clients before, during and after travel um, and you know it and, and they know it. I just love what I do and I, I'm just so glad that we're back. <laughs> yeah and look when yeah. you have a passion for something it, you know it just doesn't feel like work all the time. That's the beauty no. about it and um, <laughs> I couldn't say it better the way you, you, you've plugged yourself there to be honest with you. So on that note Mandy Walsh, travel counsellor, listen I really appreciate it. It was the first podcast of uh, January 22 and it's going to be a great year for weddings beyond into 2023. And it will. 
I think it's back. I don't think we're ever going to look back. I don't look back unless you want to go there and stuff. But it is no. wonderful to be having this conversation today yeah. with you as opposed to the last podcast we had. So Mandy Walsh, tell us where people can find you. MandyWalsh.com or Travel Counselors. Or um, your, we are. Yeah. I am Mandy.Walsh.TravelCounselors.com and um, you'll find me on Facebook as MandyWalsh.TravelCounselors and MandyWalshGoTC on Instagram. Trying to grow my Instagram, so follow me on Instagram. Go for it. Uh, Facebook is like fart. Like Facebook was so yesterday, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all instant now, you know. Mandy, thank, thank you. you very much. Lovely to talking to you and talk to you Great. very, very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.